2009, we made history with the election of President Barack Obama. He called us to service as there remains much work to do to end unemployment, poverty, and crime in our communities. There's so many books on how we can accomplish this. But this year, everyone's raving about this summer's hottest new book, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America by Chicago's own Emmanuel Barbie. A graduate of Northeastern Illinois University, Barbie addresses key ways we back our families and communities. But unlike so many other books on this topic, Barbie captivates his reader, presenting solutions through a riveting life story. It's entertaining, it's different, it's exciting. The perfect book club selection. Don't be left out. Get your copy of The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America. Order today at Amazon.com. Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm Emmanuel Barbie, the creator and host of this show. This podcast is a solution-based approach to addressing and solving black issues, starting in America. This video podcast is also about group interaction, global black unity, kingdom building, and black empowerment in the 21st century. The grassroots community activist movement is about making black liberation a reality throughout the African diaspora. This is an interactive podcast where we address social issues that are important to black people in the black community. For example, community safety, urban violence, unemployment, mass incarceration, failing schools, police brutality, in inadequate health care and housing, urban gentrification, and, institu- and institutionalized racism. This podcast is also about educating black people by providing a forum in which artists, authors, black business owners, and black Christian leaders can gather, as well as um, black Muslims can gather together in a supportive environment. When we say community, we mean it. We are not affiliated with any organizations. We are independent. The grassroots community activist movement incites social change through community engagement that cultivates knowledge, dialogue, and action within the black community, starting in Chicago. Our vision is to incite empathy, thought, dialogue, and action through our podcast, our future urban Christian film, Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. We are on the front lines battling corporate radio on behalf of the black community. I encourage everyone who is listening or watching this video podcast to please subscribe to my Mix Mixcloud page, my YouTube channel, and my Linktree link page, which provide the links to all of my major sites. Please share this video podcast with all of your friends on all of the social sites you are on. This will help get the ball rolling. I do this show in order to network with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups. It's convenient because you can participate, listen, or watch this video in the privacy of your home. Before I I present my presentation, I want to welcome my panel which will be my guest speakers, evangelist Amanda Matthews from Arkansas, Minister Frankie um, Zeus from Mississippi, 
Minister Renee Boham from Alabama, Bishop um, Tina Battle from Georgia, Prophet Solomon Dua from Ghana, and Evangelist Martha Mumba from South Africa. These people are going to be on the show um, after I give my uh, presentation, and they're going to uh, speak for uh, 15 minutes to share their thoughts about um, the topic at hand and give a spiritual perspective as it pertains to this virus. After my guest speakers uh, finish their presentations, then I will open up the phone lines to anyone on my friends list for Q&A. You would need to con connect with me through Facebook Messenger as a voice call. The phone icon is for a voice call, so you don't have to worry about um, dialing in a number or anything like that. I offer my guest speakers and incentives by sharing with them how to create their own podcast, um, as well as how to do their own um, YouTube channel while earning revenue from it. I also assist people on my friends list and people in my social groups with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships and grants, housing, legal services, all for free. I don't ask for any donations. Instead, I encourage people on my friends list and people in my social groups to please support me by purchasing my revised book and sharing my book information with your family and friends. It's available as an ebook for $9.99 or as a soft cover book for $15 plus shipping and handling. We are currently waiting for this virus to get cleaned up. As soon as the IRS approve our 501c3 application, then me and Sister Renee will begin soliciting angel investors and sponsors who would invest $400,000 into our film project. I will hire qualified film crews such as sound technicians, graphic designers, assistant directors, director of photography, camera assistants, hair and makeup artists, production assistants, and, of course, quality actors. So if I have actors that's um, in my social groups or on my friends list, uh, please connect with me by sending me your um, email address to my Facebook inbox before my Facebook page is closed because, unfortunately, I have a lot of... Um, Haters out there, you know, they always want to keep shutting down my page. Uh, I've been on Facebook for uh, 16 years. This is uh, my second Facebook page, and it's uh, under attack. So I'm asking all my Christian friends to please uh, keep praying that um, the Lord will cover my Facebook um, account with um, with his blood, that I will be able to get my message out there until I'm able to get this organization um up and running in the city of Chicago. Then we can get off of Facebook and actually be in um, the um, the communities that we're going to serve. Um, the proceeds from the film will help me put be in a better position financially to purchase equipment, um, get property as what uh, in America as well as in Africa, and hire qualified Black middle class professionals who will make sure that. The Grassroots Community Activist Institute will be effective and successful for years to come. In other words, so that this organization can be passed down from generation to generation. Because a lot of our people, you know, as a 
as a whole, you know, we don't quote unquote own anything here in America, so to speak. Those that's well to do, like our black celebrities, you know, they have a lot of businesses and all those things, but they're not investing in our uh, inner cities. It's people like myself and others that care about the community um, that's trying to um, do something positive in the community, but we're overlooked because of this Willie Lynch mentality within our, within our culture, and that's what I'm coming against through my uh, Christian business. The only thing which is preventing me from turning my virtual Christian socialist organization, GRCAM, into a real black Christian business, GRCAI, is the lack of manpower and capital. This is why I turned to social media to get my message out to the public through my YouTube videos, my social groups, my blog postings, my online talk show, my revised book, and now through my future Christian uh, film, Urban Hood Liberator, Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. This will be my last attempt to do something positive for my racial group in America. Because I don't have another 28 years to waste. Tonight's presentation, how the coronavirus is affecting black people and what we can do about it. During the civil rights era, our grandparents put aside their differences to put on a united front. Black Christians and black Muslims had to work together for the common good of the black community in order to get their message heard loud and clear by the financial elites. This is what made their movement effective. And um, unfortunately, that was, um, you know, our, our grandparents, you know, they were doing something positive. You know, they thought that it was going to help us, you know, um, the next generation. But unfortunately, um, the financial elites, they hijacked um, that the civil rights movement by um, putting in one word, and that is minority. They put that into law. So what what that means is that it, now everyone um, can piggyback over our struggles. Nobody else in America was slaves. You know what I'm saying? It was us. We're the ones that helped build this country. But um, it got hijacked. And so the alphabet um, group, you know, they got on board and then. You know, uh, women, they got on board, too. And so, um, you know, now the civil rights movement is for everybody. The grassroots community activist movement is for black people. It's based on my uh, experience. And I'm turning all the uh, pain and frustration that I had to endure into a business. I don't associate with con artists. I do not associate with criminals. I'm going to run this business the way I run my home, and that's going to be drama-free. Now, we will, um, down the road, um, allow non-black sympathizers that want to be a part of us in terms of um, working with us, um, in terms of patronizing us. They're welcome to do that. But at this point in time, I'm focusing on um, African-Americans and other people um, throughout the African diaspora to be a part of this organization. Um, we want to rebuild Black Wall Street, and we're going to have to do that ourselves. Um, no other racial groups helped our uh, grandparents uh, rebuild uh, the original 
Black Wall Street. So we're going to have to do that for ourselves. And so this virus is a real wake-up call for us to, um, you know, neither unite or perish. So that's where we're at. Um, nowadays, our people have become Americanized or a Willie Lynch mentality. I got mine, you get yours. We're no longer thinking about the group, but instead individual or self. And God's word, according to 2 Timothy um, chapter 4, verse 3, it says, um, For the time will come that they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they keep to themselves teachers having itchy ears. Here we are in the middle of COVID-19. This is what I've been preaching about for the past 28 years, and now it's here. Black Americans don't have enough wealth to be in the United States. We continue to make families, but as a collective, we don't have enough capital to pass down um, wealth to our um, children. So there's no inheritance for them. Many of our people are listening to uneducated people telling them that the virus does not affect black people. Our people listen to all types of conspiracy theorists. No wonder why our people are so confused. When I hear people talk about the 5G conspiracy, I ask them to explain how does radiation from 5G cause a virus. I expect better from our people. At this time, we need community, not conspiracy. Our model intelligence over ignorance. In the black community, we lack our own institutions that can conduct studies and information. As a result, we have to rely on mainstream media. That's our fault for not wanting to unite and build our own infrastructure. We have to follow what the CDC, which is the Center for Disease Control, say. Stay home, sanitize, sanitize your home, and constantly wash your hands. We have to keep ourselves clean to avoid infection. I recommend that we use this time to focus on getting our spiritual house in order by fasting and praying. If we see misinformation online, we have to, re we have to interject and correct that information. We have, a, we have to speak for the people who are looking for the truth and facts. It's our responsibility as members of the grassroots community activist movement to encourage our people to take the precaution as outlined by the CDC because we don't know how to fight this virus. This is why I have, this is why we have to be codified. Stay ready so that way you don't have to be ready. Again, stay ready so that you don't have to be ready. I understand why many of our people don't trust the government due to historical treatment of black people in this country. This is why I, I've been online trying to recruit brave and smart black middle class professionals to work with me and Sister Renee in creating our own institutions started here in the city of Chicago. But unfortunately, I was unsuccessful at that. No problem. That's how come I'm taking my story to the next level, which will be the big screen. 
um, in order to generate capital from, you know, or to generate, because it takes capital to start a business. So the proceeds from that film, that would put me in a better position to do all the things which I've been talking about for the past 28 years. And so that's what we're going to carry out, and that's what we're going to do. Um, medical apartheid is not an excuse for medical stupidity. Many of us is not. Many of us um, didn't believe that the virus affect us until um, black ce celebrities start catching it. Now the coronavirus is here and taking many lives. There is no cure at this time, and we have to also deal with secondary issues that comes with this virus. The economy is at a standstill. There is a stay-at-home stay order or self-quarantine. We as black people in America have dealt with adversity for the past 400 years. The data shows that the death rate among black people is higher in all major cities in America that are predominantly black, such as places like my home, my hometown, Chicago, Detroit, and Milwaukee. For example, African Americans in Detroit is only 14% of the population, but 40% 40, but 40 of those who are affected is black. Again, in my home city, Chicago, black people make up 30% of the population, yet 70% of those who are infected are black. One reason why black the black community is hit so hard is because so many of so many of our people don't have medical insurance. Many black people, many blacks um, have pre-existing conditions such as asthma, diabetes, high blood pressure, and obesity. Also, the lack of access to coronavirus testing. Finally, income disparities which um, which um, put us uh, in places such as uh, in you know food deserts due to social inequality, which stems from institutionalized racism imposed by the dominant society. So from a spiritual perspective, according to Isaiah 26, um, Verse 20 through 21, um, coming from the New International Version, NIV. Go, my people, enter your, your rooms and shut the doors behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while until this wrath has passed by. See, the Lord is coming out of his dwelling to punish the people of the earth for their sins. The earth will disclose the blood shed on it. The earth will concede it's slain no longer so that's a you know a spiritual perspective um, from an afrocentric perspective this virus exposes this country's mindset towards black black Americans slash African Americans it's amazing that career politicians could pass the stimulus check so quickly but when it comes to black reparations for descendants of slaves, they tell us we need a study. Like I think it's called a H H R 40. 
then it must go through a committee, then the bill must pass both the Senate and the House. The financial elites are opposed are oppressing us economically. They are able to oppress us because as a group we are poor. Maintaining black poverty is the goal for white supremacy. The financial elite stole America from native people or American Indians. They stole our ancestors from Africa. They are not noble. They are thieves. They did not create wealth. They stole the wealth from our our ancestral homeland, Africa. And they are still doing it to this day. Corporate America and the religious right have been promoting um, right-wing propaganda, telling the world they are the heart and soul of America. The CEOs of these major corporations live in gated communities. They own private property, private islands, and private jets. They have the best things in life, in other words. These one percenters who own fast food restaurants and supermarkets refuse to give their workers sick leave, surgical masks, and gloves during this pandemic. Don't take my word for it. Do the research. I provide the information to support my claim on my transcript under show and prove. You can look at some of those. Uh, if you don't like to read, no problem. I try to reach out to those that, or I try to uh, connect with those that don't read by having them to watch the videos. And those that do read, I have statistics about um, the wealth inequality. I provide that on there as well. Um, our local governments, state government, and federal government are enablers for these uh, major corporations because they depend on them for campaign dollars, a, tox- a toxic environment which gave which give rise to cor- to cor- corruption and colonialism. That's why this is um, why churches aren't speaking out about this because they are beneficiaries of this corruption. I have been preaching a non-stop sermon about the need for black people to unite for 28 years. We have to build our own infrastructure if we are going to survive in, in America. We have to stop begging the financial elites for equal protection under the law because we have been marching for the past 20 for the past 52 years. So how in the world do we expect the financial elites to give us black reparations? We have to we have to rebuild Black Wall Street in our communities in order to have leverage. Black celebrities, the Congressional Black Caucus, and many of our spiritual leaders are not going to help us because they are in the pockets of the financial elites. As I stated in my revised book, Chapter 3 on Faith, Yahshua has given me specific instructions to go beyond the four walls of the church and make an impact in the black community and in our economy or the marketplace. First, we need we we need um, to reach out to the unreachable, the unloved, and the brokenhearted, the homeless the sick and and broken in spirit, 
The Grassroots Community Activist Institute will provide quality programs and services to black families that want to utilize our programs and services. Under the nonprofit cooperative, will be, which will be my gift to the uh, black community, it's going to be known as the Green Zone. Grakai will be governed by an advisory board. Grakai will be membership-based and operate for the sole um, benefit of our members. Also, any earnings we make are returned to our uh, members in the forms of lower prices through our quality programs and services. Our members come first, and we will be committed to providing reliable information to them. We're also going to have a... Um, a for-profit service-based business. And that's where I'm going to make my bread and butter. And that's going to be considered the red zone. We will offer state-of-the-art or recreational center that will offer bowling, high ropes, um, adventure courses, captivating um, game rooms, featuring the latest uh, videos and amusements, stylish um, billboards, energetic uh, dance rooms, and high-quality restaurants, various businesses, on-site child, child care, and an on-site music, um, an on-site recording music studio for our students make, making documentaries and um, stage plays or videos. In addition, we will host family fun activities including combination deals, birthday parties, weddings and corporate party slash events so we're gonna do that and that's going to be like hopefully uh become the heart of the black community because that's where we want this stuff to be and that's how we're going to build up our um you know our people and stuff provide jobs for our young our youth so that way they don't have to become career criminals Work with broken families so that way that can help break that generational curse. And we will be there in the uh, inner cities, in those quote unquote um, high crime, gang, and drug infested communities that's overlooked by American society. That's all I've been trying to do for the past 28 years. But again, you know, it takes capital, and I want to make sure that I have um, smart and brave people that's going to be on my management team. So, hey, um, it's like this now. Um, if people in the community don't want to uh, be a part of this organization, you know, we're going to um, pray for them. We're going to show them tough love and we're going to keep it moving point blank. We, I don't have another 28 years to waste. And uh, this um, virus is a wake up call. We got it. The window is um, dwindling. So we got to get the stuff um, up and running now. And we have to um, make that connection um, with our brothers and sisters on the continent. Because I want them to know that this organization is for them, too. And as um, far as I'm concerned, as for me and my house, that's where I want to uh, spend the rest of my time, you know, um, being on the motherland, helping to make Africa great again. Not sitting up here, keep talking to, to um, people that's full of Willie Lynch and don't care. And so um, hopefully, you know, um, I can get this thing taken care of um, this year in terms of the film, uh, in terms of uh, getting this organization uh, to be built, 
in Chicago. Now, if it doesn't expand to other cities, that's fine with me. Uh, my thing is to get it started here in Chicago. And, hey, I've done my part. I don't have, like I say, another 28 years to, you know, get it to um, talk to people in other cities and stuff that's, you know, closed-minded. We want to make Chicago that model. Um, so that way um, it can uh, spread like wildfire in other cities um, across the United States. Uh, it could be um, replicated. And um, that's basically all I'm trying to do, and that's my calling. Um, we will promote an authentic form of Christianity, and for me, that is Christian socialism. A Christian socialist is a form of socialism based on the teachings of Jesus. Many Christian socialists believe that capitalism is idolatrous and rooted in greed, social inequality, and institutionalized racism, which most Christian denominations consider a moral sin. We will focus on what we stand for, love, compassion, social justice, and liberation theology. Jesus told us to focus on the least of these in society, according to Matthew chapter 25, verses 35 through 40. He also commanded us to be a witness to others, not just for, for us to read his word, but to activate social change in the world, according to Matthew 28, verse 16 through 20. We will be committed to the healing ministry of Jesus by showing compassion to inner city youth and their families, which will promote dignity to the people and, and the community we will serve. We will emphasize the importance of morals and character development for both Christians and secular people. We will focus on strengthening the black family and focus on solving black issues.